Welcome to episode 17, March, no, May 28th, 2019, uh, Digital Shop Talk Radio. I'm Tom Dorsey. I've got a great show lined up for you today. We're going to be talking about things that your technicians aren't doing in their digital inspections, but they should be. And uh, I've got a great uh, guest uh, with us today who's got some pretty awesome uh, tips and tricks for you guys. Uh, so make sure you got a sharp pencil and a notepad handy because you're going to be taking lots of notes. Also remember that we record this. It's live streaming on Facebook. While you guys are in there, you can ask questions. Just uh, type them right into the comments section on, the, on Facebook there, and we'll answer your stuff live on the air. Uh, if you don't get a chance to, uh, to watch it because you're busy at the front counter like you should be, uh, then, of course, it's going to be recorded and posted up, and uh, we put uh, some closed captioning in there for you, too, so it's to, to watch and learn. So without further ado, I'd love to introduce uh, our guest today, uh, the man with the plan, uh, Neil Daly from Oceanside Motorsports. Where are you guys at, Newport Beach? No, right, actually in Oceanside, uh, oh, which is in San Diego. It's right so. in the name. <laughs> it's right literally in the name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, welcome, Neil, man. I really appreciate you coming on. And um, uh, if you could, let's just kind of get it kicked off a little bit. Uh, tell us about your your operation and, and how you came. You guys have been with us for probably four or five years now. Huh? It's been a while, yeah. Um, and we've, um, you know, the, we've realized the value of the inspection. I'm glad you're talking about that today because we actually just kind of refreshed it for us. Um, I think I was telling you we did a uh, uh, an inspection clinic the other day that was really revealing and uh, where we had all of our technicians do an inspection on the same car. Uh, that went really well, really exposed some things. And then um, we built an estimate at the end of the day for the worst inspection and the best one. And it came out to be a $6,000 difference. So it kind of showed our technicians, you know, that a little bit extra time in the inspection, which uh, it did take the guy about 10 minutes longer to do it right. Still under our, our 30 minute mark, but um, an extra 10 minutes really gave a better service to the customer and allowed us the possibility of having some more work. Um, so, so that was pretty cool. So, so let me get this straight. There was 10 minutes difference, $6,000 difference in the estimate. Yeah. And then between those two technicians too, their average pictures, one of them was down at seven pictures for inspection. And then the best one was up at like 28, which is kind of where we expect it to be. Wow. Um, so all the data was in line with that too. I mean, that is brilliant, right? Uh, I don't know who out there in the audience, you know, have you done something like that? Have you gotten all your guys together, run like a, an inspection audit, have them inspect the same vehicle and compare the differences? Um, I, I think that's a brilliant. So, so what, what came out of it? I mean, what were you able to learn from, from their best practices or their perception of best practices and what were you able to, to task them to do to kind of get on the same page? Well, um, it really, because we reviewed all of the inspections with all of the technicians. So they were able to see the things that other guys were doing really good. And now hopefully we're all doing those same things really good. And then the ones that needed some improvement saw how the inspection should look. Um, so now we're able to manage, you know, the technician that needed some help getting his, his pictures up. Um, we had a starting point for that and where we're, where we're getting him. And then the technician that did the best inspection, we actually thought on average was taking too long to do his inspections. 
But when we went in and actually looked at the average time for inspection, he's, he's totally within what we expect. So um, the data that you guys had kind of helped us manage that effectively. Um, and it made overall our, our inspection a lot better. Plus just them being able to see it from the customer view of it. I actually think that that's something um, that the inspections don't look at a, or the technicians don't look at a lot is how the customer view of it looks. And I think that really helps. Yeah, for sure. So, so, and, and so then did you get the service riders in there too and start, kind of give their two cents? Hey, I, I really need, you know, you guys to take pictures like this, this kind of lighting is better than this kind of lighting uh, to really kind of close the loop, give them, uh, you know, set them up for success. So they got the best stuff for the we didn't get too much in, but the, um, I think for the most part, our guys take pretty good pictures, um, but that could be like the next uh, the next step of that. But we did make some improvements about how we take our pictures and stuff. Should I jump into that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. With our light? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I was leading into it, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's funny because it's so simple, you know, like we went between like using flashlights and the flashlights are sometimes too bright or it's not focusing and all this. And one of our techs actually found that this little snap on light is like the best the best one and we've been holding it on the tablet uh just kind of next to it or putting it in an area and, and and that'll you know get it lit but um we actually just recently made it so that it's magnetic and it just sits here when we do the inspection and that ends up it gets up the best lighting on average throughout the inspection and um, we did it just using some little like super affordable magnets that we got from amazon and then we taped them onto a light and put one of those those tablet mount metal things here, and it just Damn. that turned out to be the the best way that we've had for um, getting light on pictures. Um, because you know we get that all the time, right? Guys are always you know yeah you see the discussion in Facebook. You know what are you guys doing for lights? Oh, I'm sticking a shop light up here. I'm doing this, wearing a headlamp. Yeah. But that that's clean and custom right there. Super easy. Um, what did it cost you about a day? It'll be like, yeah, it didn't cost very much and it was definitely a trial, but it worked out great. Someday yeah. we'll design a case that like is, you know, looks a little bit nicer, but yeah, for now that works perfect. Great. Now that's awesome, man. So, um, so good. Write that down. You guys, uh, it looks like a pretty easy buy snap on and a couple little of those round magnets and you're good to go on a, in about a, you know, uh, half a foot of some, uh, some colored tape. Um, not genius, Neil. Uh, so, so what are some of the other tools that your guys are using? So I'm curious to know, like, kind of the detail and the differences between the best inspection and the worst inspection when you guys were doing that. Is it, are they, is it somebody using more, uh, like, visual aids, like tire tre uh, tread depth gauges, things like that, where other guys aren't? Did you notice something like that? And, and what are kind of some tips and tricks uh, that you can give to the audience, you know, maybe guys that are just getting started out, how they should be um, equipping their technicians to take those, uh, you know, really good high impact inspections. Yeah, um, we did this a while ago, actually, where we all made sure that we had the same measurement tools. Um, so we have the same brake pad measuring tool, the same thing for the tire tread, tread depth ones. When we hire a technician now, I give them a little kit that has like, here's all your inspection tools um, just to make sure that we're all using the same one. So that's really important. Um, the brake fluid tester is probably one of the most effective ones. Um, 
because that just besides telling somebody, hey, you got you know water content in your brakes, they see the tool and they see it being used. And now too that you can show the old pictures from the last inspection next to the new one. That's super valuable, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Um, it allows us to see that percentage go up if it's going to over time uh, and all that good stuff. So yeah, all the visual aids. One that's kind of fun, we don't really use this anymore because you guys allow the, the arrows to be added, but we got these little pointers <laughs> at one point that made it kind of fun, you know, so you could like, if you got a picture down in there, you could use the hand on it and like people like that. Um, <laughs> but we actually probably haven't used, we haven't used these in a little while. <laughs> oh, I love it, man. But, yeah, if you get everybody a kit like this, and uh, I actually started making individual carts. Like I have my inspection cart, and I'm trying to make it so we have a standard. So that cart has everything you need to do that inspection. Um, if you're doing like AC work, you have a little gauge. But just showing the customer what you're doing, and sometimes some of the fancy tools you're using kind of helps um, relay that information a little better. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it puts the value behind it. And if it's to, to understand, right, easy to see. And like you said, especially if you can show degradation over time, right? If you can start to show that, you know, that caliper getting closer and closer or whatever it is, um, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to work, right? Um, and, you know, and I, I know a lot of guys kind of hate those digital uh, moisture testers, right? Um, uh, but they're cheap, right? And so if they burn out, who cares? It, it's about the visual aid. If you want to back it up with the pH strips or whatever, go ahead and do that. Uh, just so that, you know, in your mind, you know, the thing's calibrated correctly, but use the visual aids that, you know, red is bad, green is good. It makes it real simple in the mind of your, of your customer. And, um, you know, leads them to the path to su su uh, success. <laughs> yeah. Another thing too, when you're talking about like the good and bad, um, there was a while, like, like everybody kind of probably sees this where like things come in waves. There's, you know, one week where all you're doing is oil pan gaskets. And then there's a few weeks where in this case, all we were doing were engine mounts. Um, so yeah. we, we took an engine mount that was collapsed and then took one that was good and just put them side by side. Yeah. And anytime our guys would recommend one, they'd take a picture of the one on the car, but then they would have their other aid that we just on a piece of paper, we wrote good and bad. And we just took a picture of that. So you could see the actual difference between what it's supposed to be and what it was. That was really huge for selling those. Because when you take a picture of an engine mount and you say it's collapsed, you look at it and you're like, wow, it looks fine to me. Yeah, it looks, um, looks square. To show the difference. <laughs> that that really helped, kind of just saving some old parts to show off like that. Yeah, no, that's genius, right? And and the more that you can do that, right? It's like how the weight loss works, right? Before and after pictures work. Uh, and 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 yeah. the more you do that, especially you know, uh, uh, filters, right? Filters are an easy one. Fluid drip trays. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw that uh, Facebook post. I think who's that by Dan Garlock or something, where he 3D printed a, his own fluid drip tray. That's up on Facebook. Great idea. You know, if you have you know availability issues or or whatever. I know BG has those good ones. Um, but but anything where you can show that comparison like that's really gonna help to close the deal. Um, what about on the other side, Neil? What about things? What what did you uncover when you had your uh, your inspection rodeo there and uh, on things that guys were maybe cutting corners or, or making mistakes or maybe um, not digging deep enough, uh, maybe eyeballing or doing cursory stuff. Um, for some of the people, you know, getting started on digital inspections, what are some things to look out for from a technician's perspective? Um, 
yeah, just just as viewing all the inspections really pointed out where we made mistakes. Uh, on mine, I missed that it had a cracked belt because I'd looked at the main belt from one side, but the other guys caught the AC belt on the bottom, and uh, it just made it so I was like, wow, I missed that. I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> and same thing for some of the other guys that missed uh, some cracks in the sidewall of the tires. You know, like the, the tread was fine, but it had a more dangerous flaw on it. Uh, they now know, like, okay, cool, we're looking at the side of the tires as well. Um, so everybody knows that every technician has their strong point of what they're going to look at. And the point of this was just to highlight the strong points of everybody and allow us to attempt to have as close to the same inspection as possible. Um, but it definitely is something we should do more often because even just the one time, like, I'm sure I got it closer, but I'll still get a different inspection from everybody if we were to put the same car through the shop again. Uh, but it would be a little bit better. Yeah. And I mean, it's measurable, right? I mean, you can say, Hey, what's the deviation? You know, how many things got missed this time? And then next time you do it a couple months down the road, you know, there's less uh, things that get missed until you get really to a point where these guys, then you know, it's working, right? Because they're looking at both sides of something or the top and the bottom, and they're just doing more comprehensive and, better due diligence, right? They're just paying attention better. Um, and, and you could completely measure that. I think that's a, that's a brilliant idea to, to have kind of a regular type thing. Uh, and maybe even, you know, kind of the snap, uh, you know, uh, surprise inspection test or something like that so that they're always prepared to, um, you know, follow the most consistent process. Yeah. And actually the reason we did it was because we had a car come in on Friday and it came back on Monday for work that we recommended. And the tech that got it accidentally reinspected it. And I said, what the heck? This is so different from three days ago. Oh, man. Uh, so that, that's what kind of kicked us into gear for that. Um, so. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, and that's actually the, uh, that, uh, the, I've never, you guys, you guys count how many pictures are taken per inspection per tech. And I've always thought like, oh, our guys always take a ton of pictures, like it's all good. But it's funny how that data is actually really accurate because our worst inspection was the guy that is taking seven pictures on average versus the rest of the guys that are taking like 25. So um, that gave us something really, you know, real data to manage on. And we said, hey, you need to get your picture count up uh, with good relevant pictures uh, so we can get your inspections up to par with the rest of the guys. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So, so are you, you're tracking that in the business control panel, um, being able to see number of, of pictures per inspection. Uh, are you following through, take a look at the edit rate, make sure that the tech uh, service writers are putting good edits on there. And then ultimately, uh, you should see the motorist research time uh, increase. And I know, I, th I think, I, yeah, I was looking in your data, and I think you guys are up close to 500 seconds motorist research time, right? 450 to uh, five. That's crank. You know, it's great number. That's a good question. I need to monitor that probably. <laughs> that's where we're going. <laughs> hey, man. And I know well, that. I'll tell you what, it's working. So, so when you get in there, you're going to have a nice surprise because you know it, it's evident in there, and and that's kind of the recipe for success, right? Is if we say we're taking the pictures, we're editing the pictures. You know, of course, we're hitting sand and we're sending it to the phone, and then we should see that the the more engaging and the better we are at at educating through those pictures and the edits we make, 
the, the customer spends a longer time looking at that stuff when we see longer research time. Longer research time correlates to higher approval rate, and that's kind of like the, you know, uh, the, the, the secret sauce. Um, and, so, and so, yeah, definitely get in there in your BCP. Show that to your guys because it would be interesting to see the second part of that if we did the same, you know, uh, inspection and then, uh, or, or even better is just kind of where they're at now in their inspection process. And then, and then just compare it from how long the customers on average are looking at their inspections from an individual tech. Yeah. I actually just thought of one other really valuable tool that we've been using lately. Um, we will break out the boroscope once in a while and take a picture of something that's kind of hard to get to. And the other day we were, it was, it was just a water pump on an Audi that we were diagnosing. And I ended up pulling the throttle body off to get a way better look at where the leak was coming from because it was right under there. And since that was off, we stuck the boroscope down to take a picture of the intake valves, and they were covered in carbon um, from that carbon buildup. So we took those pictures, put it in the inspection, recommended the carbon cleanup, and um, and that was really easy for the advisor to sell. And that was another, I want to say, like four units worth of work for the tech, and uh, it made that that ticket bigger with a maintenance service combined with the water pump replacement that it needed. Um, and when you see a picture of a gummed up valve like that, you're just like, oh my god. Clean it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a that's a hard one to pass up. So that's great, great tip and great advice, right? Is use those bore scopes. Anything that's going to help you get into a dark, hard to reach place and get a good image, just take a picture right on the of the bore scope display. Same thing with your diag equipment, right? And I mean, even your if you're using a tablet based, um, you know, uh, diag tools, take a picture of the tablet, right? Take a picture of your alignment uh, printout if you don't have your hunter alignment. Um, uh, you know, integrated into, into auto vitals. What, what other, I mean, you got, you're like a, you're like a pinata full of ideas over here, man. What else are you guys doing in there that uh, you might want to share with the audience? Uh, I kind of think of them as they're talking. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, just really, it's just about, you know, taking the time and doing a good inspection every time. It's so, um, it's so easy to say, you know, like not on this car, not for this guy, or yeah. they're not going to buy anything. But those, those are the ones. And that's ended up going to, you know, like kind of why we, we pay our techs for an inspection now, because we want them to spend um, the right amount of time doing it and making it a really, really awesome product for us. Um, and it's working out good. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, you never know, man, people, you know, that's, that's my lifeline is my car or that's how I get my kids to, you know, where I got to get them to or my job, you know, and so not everybody can get a new car and, and you, know, so you can't, you got to take a good inspection. You got to send it out to them. I mean, even the waiters, right? Uh, do you guys get a lot of waiters in there? Um, we try not to. We're going to be getting a lot yeah. more of those with the more we're, we're running an oil change special and stuff like that. So I'm sure we'll, we're actually going to, we're never going to do like a really fast inspection, but we are going to shorten up the inspection slightly uh, for the oil change customers. Cause yeah. Um, we can't, yeah, we can't be spending 30 minutes, but probably 15, maybe a little bit more on some of the other cars. Um, but I did think of something that we do as well. This took a little bit of time to get the handoff, right. But we actually do, there's five sections to the inspection or you can have up to five yeah. tabs on it. I think that's what they're called. Um, the first tab for us is all the advisors check-in and the mileage-based concerns. 
because we should be able to have that conversation with the customer about what they've done based on mileage before the, the, the car gets back to the technician. Oh, nice. So yeah, sure. the advisor actually starts the inspection on his tablet and wow. does the walk around. We take pictures of the wheels. He recommends um, anything based on mileage. And if they've done it, we put it into their record saying, you know, they did a, a transmission fluid exchange and it's next due at, and then we put that mileage in. So the next as that's coming, we have some, some time for it. Uh, and it took a little while to get that handoff seamless uh, going from the advisor to the technician, but we've got it down now. And um, yeah, he, he then closes it, gets it to the tech and uh, they've already got all that stuff uh, filled out for him. No, it's great. No, it's great. Right. And because I mean, one of the biggest, you know, we've been going on the road doing a lot of workshops and stuff and getting a lot of feedback from guys on their intake process. And one of the most important things is set solid expectations, right? Give them a taste, especially for your new customers, right? You got to kind of condition them to your process. And if you do it right, man, they open up that inspection sheet. As soon as you send it, they're waiting for it. They respond back in like five, 10 minutes. Uh, you know, they're always giving you follow-up stuff. They're opening up your service reminders after their visit. They're opening up their thank you email after their visit and giving you reviews. You can really kind of control, you know, the next steps and, and, and building kind of like a life cycle with them where it's just a recurring maintenance plan. It's just kind of like, you know, uh, the next thing I have to do with Neil, I got to go in and do this thing. And it's just, it, they're already committed and it's expected you can set all that up just by giving them expectations at the front counter during, during intake. And I think that what you're doing there is brilliant because you're having that whole conversation and even showing them a piece of the process. And it's real easy to say you prefer text or email and give me about an hour and I'll have the completed inspection sent to you. And, and here's what we do with it. Yeah. And uh, another thing I thought of too, you got to keep it fun and you got to always show the positives of the car too, you know, especially if there's something maybe they fixed last time, you take a picture of that and say, good job. This is, you know, yeah. it's not leaking anymore. Or, you know, if somebody has um, a cool license plate frame or some, you know, some of the guys come in here with maybe a modification they're proud of, you know, take a picture of it and be like, good job. Something we do now too is actually we check the registration sticker form and that's part of the it's service awesome. advisor's check-in. So if that's expired, which some people don't even realize, um, you know, like we're <laughs> going to be able to catch it. Yeah, it does. <laughs> registration. <laughs> yeah. And then the, um, the technician pictures, um, you know, like on, on mine, I have a picture of, you know, me and my kid and we encourage nice. the guys to make it a little bit more personable. And I've always wanted to, we haven't done it yet, but I wanted to theme our pictures for holidays. So oh, when yeah. it comes up to like, you know, Thanksgiving or something, you know, have a, a turkey hat or something that you put on. Uh, we haven't gone that far yet, but I think that'd be a cool personal touch that people would appreciate it. Oh, no, of course. That's brilliant. I think you nailed it. I mean, that's really a great takeaway for this show is that you have to make it fun. You have to make it personal and you have to make it engaging. And, and, and those ideas right there really kind of nailed it, right, is to say, Here's something cool about your car or about you or your personality. And we noticed it and we're, and we're, you know, sharing that and, um, and, and then give personal recommendations, personal type um, advice and, and things like that. Um, and it's going to make a world of difference because it really becomes now instead of just some, you know, piece of paper or some step in the process, it really becomes a personalized thing for me, a report for me in my car 
uh, I'll hold on to it and, and, and really be able to show the appreciation and share some of that kind of personality. I think you guys, you know, really, you know, culture goes a long way to, to, to retaining customers. And that's a great bridge to bring your culture to your customers right through that digital inspection. Um, you know, it'd be fun to have a conversation on Facebook maybe where we can talk about some of those personalization touches like, you know, pointing out that license plate frame or, uh, you know, talking about their registration sticker or other things that maybe they don't get in other shops. Um, be kind of fun. Maybe we run a show in the future about some of the things we learned through that, uh, through that discussion. Yeah, it'd be cool to see some other inspections too. Um, we'll share some of ours, you know, like when you've got an inspection you're proud of, um, post it up and let us see um, what you're doing. It, it might give us some ideas to do ours better. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, the more that we can kind of share our ideas and, and things like this, I thought that, um, you know, Russ Crosby had great insights last week on how he's running his shop meetings and, and getting his uh, uh, techs really to form this super solid team. When I was out there, I was just, I mean, I was blown away at how impressed I was by, by that operation, you know, and it really does because at the end of the day, you know, is if we're tight as a team and we're taking care of customers and we show we appreciate, guess what? Those customers are on the team, right? They become part of the team. They want to be on the team. And that just means a loyal customer forever, you know, and, um, and really, you know, comfortable, uh, you know, well-rested nights uh, <laughs> for Neil, <laughs> you know, every night when he knows his business is kicking butt and taking care of customers, right? Yeah, yeah. And you got, it's really helped with the consistency too, being able to, I already mentioned it, but um, see the old inspection and then edit that. Like that was just an option we had to turn on. And, and initially when you turned it on, it didn't work out. They actually, the guys turned it off um, yeah, before we forward. trained on it. And yeah. So we, we turned it back on because we wanted we need that inspection to be consistent so that it's a it's an ongoing thing and it's not just a new one every time. So yeah, you know, and I get that a lot, right? When you see Carry Ford for the first time, it's completely different. It's like ah, um, and and a lot of guys will do that. They say, hey, you know what? This too much for me. So if you could give give a little advice for people, um, how how did you guys overcome it when you turned it on the second time? What'd you do to prep? Um. I mean, we basically just had to get with the technicians and explain, I mean, one, it makes it easier because there's a lot of things you might not have to take new pictures of. If it's a car we saw a month ago and a lot of the conditions are the same, you just look at it. And as long as that picture shows that, then you're good. It really just took a couple minutes of them getting to know it. Um, instead of like, if you just go to do an inspection and it's different, you're like, oh my God, I just need to do this inspection. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of, it caused some panic without, you know, without training on it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's been, I cannot go back now. <laughs> yeah, see, exactly. And so that's the thing, guys, if you're, you know, if you got a little, you know, shooken by that carry forward when you first saw it, get into the micro academy, help dot auto vitals. Um, you know, you can just search carry forward. You'll see the videos, sit guys down, maybe do it on a Friday night, maybe do it over a lunch and learn or something like that. Uh, and then implement maybe, you know, on Monday. So give them a little bit of time to get hands on with it uh, before, you know, the, they, they get tossed into the fire, frying pan there. And uh, you should be able to pick it up. And, it's and, 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 you know, just like Neil said, once you get it down, I mean, it's, it's a game changer, man. It, it saves you a ton of time. It gives you more consistency. Um, you, you know, you don't get that, you know, 
kind of missing things and growing brake pads and stuff because of the difference, uh, you know, as, as Neil found uh, when he did his, his inspection audit. Um, oh, hey, by the way, uh, Darren Garlock's giving you a shout out, says, what's up, Neil? Oh, hey, Darren. <laughs> hey, Neil, he, he's out there uh, learning from you, man. Um, That's great, man. Dude, awesome show. So, uh, looking forward till tomorrow. We're going to be doing a webinar and we'll be talking about kind of some of the implementation of some of these things. Um, you know, how we set up our inspection sheets, how we um, can set the order in some of our uh, severity groups and things like that to, uh, you know, help your techs uh, get the best inspections possible. We'll be going over some best practices and things like that from uh, impactful pictures, how to take really good pictures. Uh, so that'll be tomorrow, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, in our webinar, you can, uh, of course, uh, if you're not registered for the webinar, uh, just go to what's what's autovitals.com/webinar, and uh, and register. And um, of course, as always, we'll have next day, uh, episode of Digital Shop Talk Radio next Wednesday, same time, same place. Another great guest for you, uh, and talking about ways to be successful in a digital shop. Neil, Dan, I really appreciate your time, buddy. Uh, taking your time out from your busy day sharing your your advice with us sharing your culture with us man it's really impressive what you guys do out there and uh, we really appreciate you coming on thanks man yeah thank you guys for for building this <laughs> this product for us <laughs> i appreciate it Nah, man it's our pleasure you know we uh yeah you're welcome you're welcome man and uh bring it let's bring it on facebook let's talk about some of those ideas we had how we personalize those experiences some 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 special touches that you guys put in your inspection program uh that really you know help to help to bring a better bond with your customer and drive loyalty in your business uh looking forward to reading that on facebook and running a a, a radio show about it in the future until then get out there and make some money uh thanks everybody for uh Paying attention, staying awake, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye.